Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. This is the show for women who are tired of feeling tired. They're sick of the to-do lists and the constant juggling of balls and spinning of plates, and they are ready to start putting themselves first again. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Best Self Podcast. It's your host Nicola Fulstow and today we are talking about how to design your summer, how to have that experience from summer that you want. And the reason for this podcast, the reason that this has come about is because here in the UK at the moment, we're in July when I'm recording this, and we're just building up now to the long school holidays where the kids are off school for like six or seven weeks. And in the past, for me, there has been this overriding sense of anxiety about this period of time. Because for us as a family, it has meant juggling work, juggling the kids, because we we don't have that childcare support. And because of our eldest child's, you know, needs and requirements, because she does have additional needs, you know, school clubs and things like that, that are suitable for other families just don't work for us. You know, we, we just can't take her to a club, you know, an activities club or any kind of thing like that and just leave her there for the day. Yeah, she just wouldn't go. And it would just be really traumatic for us. So we know going into the summer holidays that, right, you know, deep breath. It's, you know, me and Simon are kind of looking at each other going, right, it's me and you. And we've got to figure this out and we've got to get through it. And that has been our approach for a long time. And it makes me really sad and almost a little bit ashamed to admit that and say that because I am not a person who likes to get through anything. I am very much an advocate for living a life that you enjoy, a life that fills you up. So just getting through something is something I don't want to (laughs) do, especially when it involves my family and when it feels like there's an opportunity here for connection and laughter and fun and joy and amazing memories. And I think that's what we all think about when we think of summer. That's what we think about. Summer for me, and I think for a lot of people, it's like you relate it to these adventures, you know, exploration, adventures, travel, you know, feeling alive. Even those long summers as a kid, you know, where some days you were bored out of your mind, there were still adventures. You were allowed to stay out later. You spent that time connecting with your friends, lazing on the grass. It was about that restoration of self. And that's what summer's always felt like for me, adventures and restoring your spirit. So it was really, really important for me today to do this podcast because I decided that this year we were going to have an absolutely amazing summer. Taking into account and still being realistic about all the things we have to juggle in summer and the things we have to manage and the emotional intensity of the four of us kind of being stuck together for six weeks without any respite, which can be intense for any family. Because I think as humans, sometimes we just need a break, don't we? We just need to be alone for a minute. (laughs) You know, that's okay. So I decided that this year... Actually, I decided at the end of last summer, which, you know, was really, really intense and 
felt very high pressured and a lot of the time kids were bored and we were bored and I felt like nobody got what they needed out of that summer break and that broke my heart for all of us. So this year I said, right, we are going to have an amazing summer, not just in terms of an amazing summer as a family, like, you know, I'm not talking like Facebook amazing, like let's post all the pictures of Disney and this, that and the other. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about finishing the summer feeling restored, feeling rested, feeling filled up. That's where I'm coming from with this podcast. So if that sounds good to you, if that's the summer you want, then stay tuned. And this is even if you've got your holidays booked, trips booked, days out booked, this is amazing. This is amazing to me. I'm so inspired when I do look on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, you know, I look at what my friends are doing and hear about their plans and I'm so inspired. So it's, it's thanks to all those people who are organized and plan amazing stuff that has inspired me to say to myself, I will not just get through this summer. We're going to thrive this summer. We are going to have an amazing summer going into it, accepting, look, there's going to be days where we're all going to be fed up or we're going to be a bit bored or we're going to be scratching our head, wondering what to do and wondering how to get back to this feeling that I want to achieve. So trying to go into it very realistically, but also with a bit of a plan. But this year for me, I wanted a different approach to my plan. And that was to go into the summer with a word. And I do this every year. I have a word of the year every year, a word that will help to empower me to move forward and take action and, you know, progress and grow. But this year I'm having a word that is going to be my word for summer and it is restored. I would like this summer, you know, when the kids go back to school in September and, you know, things go back in that mode, everyone moves up a year in school I want to feel like I filled my own cup and I filled my family's cup and my friends' cups and we've created some amazing times that have made us feel full. So for me, the podcast today about designing your summer so that you can have the experience you want this summer is is not about designing and perfectly planning and, and making a diary for your perfect summer. This is not about perfection. It's not about what it looks like or how well organized it is. It's about a feeling. So my advice is, you know, if if this sounds good to you, is to have a feeling, you know, to have a word that you can keep coming back to, to ask yourself, like I will be asking myself, how can I structure today or how can I do more things in the moment or how can I be more present or how can I relax into this moment more? so I can feel restored? How do I want to nourish myself? Because that's another word I think is a really nice word for me and my family this summer is to be feel nourished. You know, that real filling up. And I think that the challenges here are definitely going to be because we have our own business. It does not stop when the kids break up from school ever. We tend to have two weeks off at Christmas and give the team two weeks off at Christmas and and try and have that period because it's usually very, very quiet at Christmas for us. But for the rest of the year, it's very, very hard to just turn off from the business, even when we go on holiday, because things keep moving. 
Luckily for us, we have the most incredible team who just take things on. So these days when we do go on holiday, it's rare, you know, in a week that things crop up. But over the course of a six week school holiday, then it is virtually impossible for us at this stage in our life to just switch off from the business. So that is a big challenge for us because I don't know about you, but I can find it very difficult to switch from mummy mode and let's be in the moment mode and being very present and let's play a game and, you know, let's be in that relaxation mode to then now I'm in work mode. Now I've got to get my stuff together. I've got to be organized. I've got to be productive. It's quite hard to flip backwards and forwards from these modes when around you, the world seems to be moving at a slower pace in summer. You know that other people are still working, like, you know, logically, you know that. But when you look on, you know, social media, for example, or when you're speaking to your friends, you know, maybe they are taking some time off with their families from work or whatever, just the pace seems slower. So it almost feels like for you, more poignant, you know, that you are still working when you're seeing everyone else around you relax and your kids are off. There's this stress the mum guilt all the time in the back of your head. The kids are off, the kids are off. I'm at work. I wonder whether I wonder whether they're having a good day today. I wonder whether they're having fun. You know, I wonder if Simon's all right. You know, I wonder if they're driving him crazy. I hope I'm not going to get home and him be like stressed out of his mind. You know, there's, there's all of that that we all know as working mothers. That is the reality of often how we feel. But for me this year, I really want to be intentional about how I go into this summer and really slow the pace down to enable me to do that. But without putting these expectations on myself that it's going to be picture perfect because that's just not who we are as a family. Like we're just not, we're often a hot mess. (laughs) So I think it can be really difficult because you have expectations in your mind of what summer should look like. And it's often someone else's version or it's often a version from TV or, a you know, a version from social media. Whereas I'm really going into this with my words, my, you know, restoration and nourishment rather than aiming for this picture perfect summer. And there's a quote from Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert is the writer of Eat, Pray, Love. She's wrote some amazing books though about self-care and self-love and stuff like that. The book that people most know her for is Eat, Pray, Love, whether you've read the book or watched the film with Julia Roberts in it. It's it's one of my favorite films. It really is. I love that film because it is all about this searching for what is important to you, your true inner spirit, your values, the things that mean something to you. And the quote is, it is better to live your own destiny imperfectly than to live in imitation of someone else's life with perfection. And I love that. That is the vibe of my summer. It might not look like everybody else's version of a great summer, the perfect summer, because our family often doesn't look like everybody else's because we have different issues to deal with from everyone else, just like you do. Every family is completely different. So sometimes I do think, again, I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts, you know, I think social media really does filter our thoughts through this lens of comparison, which is just not helpful because you are not like anybody else. Your values are not like anybody else's. Your what means something to you is not like anybody else's. And your family setup, your life setup, the way you live 
you know, your routines, your rituals, what's important to you, none of that is the same as anybody else's. So why should your summer look the same as everybody else's? So I came to the conclusion that I wanted to have a value-led summer. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. So you know I've said about the words nourishment and restoration. They are such key values in my life. They are foundational values because without those feelings and without routines and rituals that I've set up in our life, in my life, to feel restored on a regular basis, to feel nourished, to feel like I've got that energy to live a vibrant life. Without those, I kind of fall apart. And what happens every summer is that all my routines that work Monday to Friday when children are in school, they kind of fall by the wayside in the summer because we're so busy juggling and I just fall out of those routines. So I don't give myself the foundation to then have my best summer and be my best version of a wife, a mum, you know, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a woman. Because I chuck all of that out the window, go into survival mode, and it's all about entertaining the children and making sure they're okay. And this year, I do not want it to be about that. I for sure want them to be entertained, but more than that, I want that connection with them. And that is another one of my key values. That is another one of my core values in my life. I'm always looking for that way to connect with people. It's probably why I do this podcast. (laughs) Because even though I can't hear what you're saying right now, I feel connected to you. And it is so important in my life, this connection, connection with my family on a day-to-day basis, connection with the people who work in my business, connection with clients, connection with my community, with the, you know, the mums in the school, all of these things. It's so important to me. And again, what happens over the summer is we're very isolated we don't see a lot of people because like I'm not on the school run or anything like that. So I'm not seeing that, you know, they're not having that daily interaction with people. A lot of people obviously go on holiday and things like that. So you're not having that social contact. And I'm kind of an introvert a lot of the time. I like a lot of time alone. I work a lot alone, but I'm always craving this deep connection. We do a lot of things with family. And then over the summer, because you know, people go away and everyone's kind of busy doing their own thing. We find that there's just never the chance, opportunity, time to then have that connection with others. So again, for me, very clearly, I'm going into these summer holidays saying, I want nourishment, I want restoration, and I want that connection. I want it with Simon and the girls. And that is my core focus. So whatever we're doing, even if we're at home and we can't think of anything to do, I'm very, very focused that I want some sort of connection. So my hope is that my brain will go to a place of searching for ways to establish connection in the moment, to do things together. And that could be very difficult in our family because we have two very different children with two very different sets of needs. One likes a lot of time alone, likes a lot of time by herself, 
And the other one is extremely sociable and extremely chatty and extremely busy. And it's finding things, you know, to fill up both of those children and do things together so we can all connect together as a family and we're not always separate. But I'm going into these holidays accepting that, you know what, if we do things a lot separate, I'm just going to make sure that we're all connected to the person we're with in the moment. I think for me, going into the summer, though, with just this idea of how I want it to be is not enough. Because I think it's really easy to fall into this trap of imagining that I'm just headed into one of the summers like it was in my childhood. You know, plenty of time to fill, um, no sense of urgency, just, you know, real casual but enjoyable and just like fabulous. But that's not how my life is these days. That's just not my life anymore. We have responsibilities that don't go away. And it's not just about what I want to do. It's not just about looking after myself anymore. So I think to design a summer where you get the experience you want, you do need, as well as your inspirational words, you do need it to be value-led and you also need a plan. I think that plan has to be related back to your core values, to your inspirational words, but it really has to go deeper than that. And I think you have to plan, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? Who do I want to see? Who do I want to spend time with? What sort of foods do I want to eat and drink? How do I want to treat my body? How do I want to restore my spirit? How am I going to keep making progress on what's important to me, that I've been working on all year up to date. So I don't just fall off the wagon with everything, you know, the progress I've made in my business, the progress I've made in my health and fitness, the progress I've made in the children's education or whatever it may be for you. I know for a lot of women, myself included, you know, if you are working on your body a lot of the time, if you are working on your health, summer can be a time where you just let it go out the window, you just sack off the gym and eat what you want. And I think as long as you're going into summer and that's the plan that you're going to do it, enjoy. But for me, that's not what I want to do. I want to enjoy myself. I want to have periods of relaxation, you know, but I also want to stay on track with the things that are important to me. I don't want to hit September and be like, oh, right, I've got to start all over again with X, Y, and Z. And I think that's the danger of summer when the kids are off for six weeks, because we can, as mothers, as working mothers, we can go backwards. And that doesn't make you feel restored. It doesn't make you feel rested. It doesn't make you feel like you've used your time wisely. Instead, you just feel kind of frustrated. So I'm going to run through the way I have made my plan for this year. I've already obviously told you my inspirational words. I've told you that, you know, that these are core values to me that are important for me and they will be used to guide me through my plan. And I'm going to do it live with you guys now. And these are the questions that I've been asking myself on how I'm going to approach my summer. 
So I started off by asking, how do I want to feel at the end of summer? And I looked at all the different categories that are important in my life. Whereas in the past, I've just literally thrown all those other categories out the window and purely focused on the children. That is the mistake I have made in the past. So when I'm asking, how do I want to feel at the end of summer? How do I want to feel in relation to my health and body? Well, I absolutely want to stay on track. So I need to plan times to go for a run, go to the gym, go for a swim, which will also fill me up in terms of having a little bit of time away from the house and just having that little bit of alone time. And it's also directed like, you know, what I want to eat. I absolutely want to have treat days for sure, but I really want to stay on track with my nutrition because it gives me the energy to have the best day. And I want to have the best days with my kids. I've also thought, how do I want to feel at the end of summer in relation to my children? I want to feel like we've connected more. I want to feel like we've laughed till we cried. I want to feel like I look at them and they're relaxed. They feel connected with their family, with their life, with everything around them, with nature. So again, it's this connection. How do I want to feel at the end of summer in relation to my business, to our family business, which is our our main business? I want to feel organized. I want to feel like everything is on top of. I still want to feel connected to the team during the six weeks. I want to feel like we're still working as a team, that not everyone has just gone off on the separate ways because a lot of people are on holiday. A lot of people have booked annual leave over the summer and there's loads and loads of crossover. So we will keep missing each other. But I want to find opportunities to connect all together as a team where we can so that we all still feel supported. And I want to feel inspired come September. I want to feel like I've had lots of ideas for the business, lots of creative ideas, a strategy for the next year ahead, because we always have our strategy meeting in September, October, because our end of year is actually the end of August. So I really want to feel like I've had a chance to reflect on the business, make some notes and go into September being like, right team, this is what we're about this year. So I want to feel focused. I want to feel when it comes to September, prepared and organized. You know, I don't want to be rushing back to school feeling frazzled. Like, oh, I've not got uniform. I've not got this. Oh my goodness. All of that. So there's an element of preparation already happening here. There's an element that needs to happen where I'm going to need to prepare and organize myself in a way where all these things have been allocated time for me to do the tasks that are necessary for me to feel this way at the end of summer. Because for me, I do want this experience over summer to be amazing. But in order to do that, I don't want the stress, the guilt, the feeling completely drained and overwhelmed, not looking forward to the kids going back to school because then it's just going to be firefighting everything that's built up. I just want to slow the pace down a little over summer. I don't want to just stop. And I think asking this question, how do I want to feel at the end of summer when the kids go back to school? I think it really helps you to prioritize what you want and start to really think about how to plan your time and get organized for the summer before the children break up. So that is what I am busy doing at the moment, having planned out how I want to feel. 
I've also asked, how do I want to feel at the end of summer in relation to my bank balance? (laughs) Because I don't know about you, but we spend a fortune over summer because you've always got to find things to do. And sometimes those things can cost money. So, you know, how do I want to feel in relation to that? I just want to be on track like we are every month. I want to still have financial goals. I still want to be hitting those. You know, I don't want to feel like we're just out of control and just spending, spending, spending. I've also took that in terms of how do I want to feel at the end of summer in relation to my wider family? I want to feel like I've spent time with them. Again, connection. What about my friends? Connection, laughter, fun, making space for these things, planning for these things. So I've used the categories that I use in my normal life to plan for summer. Then I've asked, what are the things that make me feel great every day? The top one I've put is connection to my children, to my husband. This is day to day, to nature, to my pets, to the outdoors. These are the things that make me feel great every day. And connection to my work, you know, whatever it is I'm working on that week, connection to that. Connection to my goals, to my vision. So again, they're the things that make me feel great every day. And connection to my body, meditation, exercise, nutrition. When you ask these questions, what are the things that make you feel great every day? You will become more in touch with your values. They are your values speaking to you. And these are your like foundations. These are your must-haves that you need to find time for in the summer holidays rather than do what I've done every single year, which is throw all those out the window and just focus on entertaining the kids. Because it's so easy to just do that, to just fill your diary with stuff that entertains them because they hate being bored. And it's painful when kids are bored, right? (laughs) But I think we've got to give ourselves the grace and the space to say, you know what? If they're bored for a bit, that's okay. Like I was bored every summer holidays when I was a kid on certain days. Boredom is good. Boredom is good for children. Kids need to be bored now and again because it helps the brain to be more creative. It helps them to, you know, come up with ways to entertain themselves rather than just looking at an iPad or being on YouTube or Roblox or whatever it is all day long. That is not what I want for my children over the summer holidays. And let me tell you, when they are having too much screen time, that does not make me feel great. So that is also going in the plan. I've asked what does not make me feel great day to day? What has not made me feel great in the summer holidays? And that was the top one, screen time. If they're having too much screen time because I've not managed my work and home life properly where I can chunk time properly and me and Simon figuring that out between us and the kids are just on screens for too long, I feel terrible. I don't feel like I've connected with them. I don't feel like they've connected with themselves and it does not make me feel good. So I'm going into these summer holidays saying, sure, they can have screens, you know, they can watch TV, of course, but... I'm going to put limits on it. So what do I not want? So I don't want to be eating junk food all the time. I don't want takeaways all the time. I want to be really mindful of what we're eating as a family. I want screen time to be reduced and outdoor time to be increased. So I'm getting really, really specific about these things. So notice yet that we haven't even come to the fun stuff of what we want to do. It's more fundamental than that because people think that the joy and the experience and the adventure of summer that leaves you feeling filled up at the end is in those big wow plans. The trips, the days out, you know, the the big ones, the holidays. But actually, 
they're in the day-to-day moments. That's where the experience really is marinating. That's where it's really coming from. The big wow moments are just the cherry on the top. And you've got to have them in summer. You've got to have some things to look forward to that are, you know, out of the ordinary. That's how it is in my head. But where we've gone wrong in the past is we've planned the wow moments, but we've not made a plan for the day-to-day experiences that are value-led, that are important to us to thrive as individuals. And like I say, we are a family of four individuals, each with our own different needs that makes us feel restored, that makes us feel nourished, that makes us feel connected. We all need different things. And there's got to be space in these six weeks holidays for each one of us to access those things. So finally, we come to really what I'm calling the bucket list. What do you want to experience that you've not experienced yet? Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? Those fun things that have like been on your mind that you'd be like, oh, I'd really love to do that. You know, what do you want to make the time to do and prioritize it and get it booked in the diary? Ask yourself, are they possible this year? Is that attainable? You know, what, whatever questions, you know, have you got the time or can you make it there or have you got the money? And if not, don't be disappointed. Just put it on your list for next year or in five years, but keep that list in your journal. That's your inspiration for a fabulous life. But don't just stop on where do you want to go and what do you want to see? Take it one step further. What do you want to experience on those days out, on those trips, during those holidays? What are the feelings? You know, for me again, I I love to travel. So we are going away a couple of times this year and we've booked in some days out to some places that we've never been before. And for me, I get so excited about those things. I absolutely love traveling. And for me, travel is like a sense of wonder. Like I just drink in the views. It's just that in itself for me restores me. That in itself just looking at views I've not seen before and taking all taking it all in it fills me up it literally just that connection to nature somewhere beautiful just completely restores me I'm again I'm taking it one step further you know the, this time when we go away you know I'd like I'd like to do some new things like maybe get a boat or some stuff we haven't done before as a family so I can give the girls new experiences and watch their face light up when we all experience something new as a family So I'm looking ahead to see, right, what can we do? And on holiday, I really want to continue to look after my body and look after our own health and give me and Simon maybe an hour or so. This is a new plan this year where we can both go off when we're away on holiday and just have an hour to ourselves, go to the gym, go to the spa, get a massage or whatever, sit on the beach, read a book. But we are going to give each other an hour each a day so we can fill ourselves up because the kids get everything from us when we're on holiday. I don't know about you, but they literally get everything. And again, this is the mistake that we have made time after time after time again. We've completely put our needs to one side and completely focused on the kids' needs. And that's just not sustainable for six weeks. And that is why at the end of the six weeks, For years, we felt drained and that is why I'm determined to do it in such a better way this year. So I'm excited to try this strategy myself. 
I think part of the whole bucket list journaling, inspiration, brainstorming, whatever you want to call it, means to be, what would you regret not doing? You know, if you didn't do something this summer, would you? what would you feel regret over? You know, is there something in your mind that you think, I'd really like to try that or go here or do that? What, what would you regret doing? And if you would regret not doing it, does it have to be the summer or could it be later on in the year? Could it be next year? You know, are you putting too much pressure on yourself? Does it have to be within these six weeks? Or actually, can you just have it in the diary for another time and plan it now, but have it in for another time where you can, you know, it's not just all about the summer. You're puncturing the year with these amazing wow experiences to fill you up. Does it need to be this summer? So that's something I'm doing myself, you know, whilst I'm looking at all these bucket list things that I really want to do, a lot of them are going, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to put that later on in the year or I'm going to save that for next year or all these things, but it's getting me more excited. It's spilling out now. It's not just about the summer. The pressure's not just all on the summer. It's spilling out into my entire life and I'm getting excited about that. So this planning process for me has just been so much fun. Lastly, this is a personal one for me really, but obviously I've talked about my keywords and you will have your keywords now, I hope. Even if you've not written them down, there's maybe something in your mind that's sort of going round and round and you're thinking, yeah, that's how I want to feel at the end of summer. But you've got the feeling locked in, yeah? That's the important thing here. You want the feeling locked in. At the end of the summer, you feel, and that's the word. So I've taken that feeling and I've put, how can I be more present in the moment to be more connected? How can I feel more nourished and restored? What what are the actions I can actually do day to day, moment to moment to keep bringing myself back to this feeling? And I've just made some notes. It's being fully present when I'm interacting with someone. I am really intending to not use my phone a lot. So I've got goals around how often I want to use my phone, how many hours I want to spend on it. And again, I'm going to be fluid with that because I want to take the pace of the summer down. So if, you know, I don't want to be too harsh with the rules for myself, but I do want to have some guidelines because I know what makes me feel good and I know what makes me feel drained. Being on my phone, just scrolling mindlessly does not restore me or nourish me. I'd rather do a jigsaw. I'm such a granny. I love a jigsaw. Absolutely love it. I'd rather do that. And then the kids come over and join in. I'd much rather spend my time doing that or, you know, watching a film, you know, actually doing something intentional where I feel rested rather than just sitting mindlessly scrolling on that phone. It never makes me feel good. I'm going to really keep bringing myself back to the moment. I'm going to really tune in with my kids. I'm going to really listen with the intention of understanding what they're saying, of listening to what they're saying, of engaging with them and being present in that moment. I'm going to be open to the moment. I'm not going to be fixated. I'm just going to focus on what's happening in the moment. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to plan too much. I'm just going to obviously be as organized as I can where I need to be, but then give myself that space and grace to just go with the flow. Because this is really important lesson that I do want to teach our eldest child, Sienna. I absolutely do want her to know it's okay to not always be organized, to not always be in control, to let go, to be in flow, to embrace the moment and to just, you know, work your way through your emotions in that. And it's really important for me. These are such important lessons for my children. And 
that is such an important value, an important core thing that I'm always working on. And then lastly, it is putting the time in the diary, plotting it out, not just on your own, but, you know, with your partner or with the support that you have, or if you've not got that support, just plotting it out in a way that is doable for you. So for me, it's going to be plotting time in the diary so we can each go to the gym, you know, throughout the six weeks, taking turns, you know, to have the children so that each of us can work and go into the office, reaching out to family to ask if they can have the children for the occasional day. And then it's plotting in the holidays, the wow factor days and having intentions for the day and the week. So I've started to do that and the diary's looking pretty exciting. You know, the diary's looking great and I'm excited going into the summer holidays for once rather than feeling this sense of trepidation, anxiety, and it's something that we've got to get through. I've completely switched my mindset this year to embrace summer and all the amazing things it has to offer me individually and us as a family to fill us up so we can all feel nourished and restored and like we've grown. I do think that summer is that time where everything that you've been working on since last September, you know, everything that you, you know, your business or, you know, the kids education or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's always a bit, a busy period, isn't it? We're always kind of like waiting around for the next summer in a way. So in regards to spirituality and your spirits, if you like, you know, summer is a time for spiritual growth, for soul growth, I think. That time for almost abundance. And I really want to go into this summer with open arms for that. And I think it's important ahead of the busyness that comes often in September and then October, and then it's lead up to Christmas and all of that, I think summer is just such an amazing time to get present, to get connected, to feel and to reflect and to just take it all in, drink it all in so that when September does come around, you're ready because September does have this back to school type feeling to it. It's almost like I always feel like September is the start of the year. January for me less so. September always feels like that's my new year resolution time, if you like. That's the beginning of something new. The summer feels like a culmination, an ending, a celebration where you have the opportunity to close some doors on things that aren't working for you with the excitement of opening new ones. So I hope so much you've enjoyed today's podcast. I've really enjoyed getting into it myself and feel so ready and excited about summer and the possibilities that it contains within it. Let's hope it goes to plan. (laughs) You never know with kids, dear. It could go any which way, but I am hopeful. And because I'm so focused on my intentions, what I want out of this summer, I'm feeling really, really good about it. How about you? How are you feeling? Did you have a sense of anxiety before the summer? Have you been wondering whether it's going to be stressful? Are you concerned about juggling? 
has this podcast made a difference to you? Has it made you feel more hopeful? Have you had ideas and inspiration throughout the podcast that has inspired you to do something different that you were going to do? If so, please let me know. Will you leave a review on the podcast, please? So I can read that and see has this podcast has an impact on you? I would really, really love to know. And I'm going to finish today's podcast with a quote again from the wonderful Elizabeth Gilbert, who says, do whatever brings you to life then. Follow your own fascinations, obsessions and compulsions. Trust them. Create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Self podcast. It has been, as always, my privilege to be here with you today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next podcast on Monday. And don't forget to keep listening over the summer. I'm going to be with you all the way. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Self Podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If so, be sure to subscribe. And you would also massively be helping a girl out if you would rate and review the podcast today. I would love to know what you thought. Be sure to follow us on social media at The Best Self Project. And I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.